Hello, everyone. So hopefully, BeLive has fixed out fixed all their bugs and stuff because the last time we did this, it just froze in the middle. Yoel, you here? Check. Yeah, sure baby, I'm here. Great. So for anyone who doesn't know, Yoel, who's over this this guy, this guy right over here, um, <laughs> we've been we've been we met actually through Snapchat. Um, we've been we've known each other for over a year. Yoel is a professional in Google, Waze, and LinkedIn ads. And right, I guess. You guess? <laughs> um, yes. And, and we're going to cover today the topic of lowering CPC and CPM. So as we were starting this live, we actually had a debate about this because the difference for Facebook and for Google is that both of them have relevance scores. So the the Google relevance score, as Yoel will explain in detail here, the relevance score from Google is actually the number that Google gives first. And then based on that, you can say, okay, let's tweak it. Let's, fi let's fix stuff up. Let's see what we could do. Facebook is actually the opposite. Facebook shows you the CPM, the CPC, the conversion rate. And then based on those numbers, spits out a, a, a relevance score. So as opposed to, which we've talked about a lot through a lot of these live videos, what I do first is I look, how do I maximize the conversion rate? How do I maximize the leads? How do I find the right people? Then once I'm doing that, now we can turn around and say, okay, how can I lower the CPM, the CPC, based on the fact that I already know the people that are really great are actually being targeted. So Yoel is going to tell us how Google's actually the exact opposite. First, you have a relevant score. Now you can say, okay, based on the relevant score, I want to get it to go up. I want to get it to go down. Well, obviously, you always want it up. I don't think you'd ever want the lower relevant score. Um, and then based on raising the relevance score up, you will then expect to have a lower CPM, lower CPC, and be able to get more conversions for a lower price. So Boom. meanwhile, before and you all start, correct. I'm going to share this video um, on my right now. personal page. And anyone who's watching, please jump in and also share it on their page. Um, because as we spoke about a lot, um, sharing a live while it is live is the best juice to get the most organic reach so if everyone who's watching this um take a leap of faith here and assume that this live will be good much like the other ones and share it on your timeline and hopefully your friends will enjoy it as well it is sunday 4 p.m whatever happened to sharing is caring people don't say that anymore two legends don't thanks people don't, don't say that anymore i know they don't that's what I, we need to find we need to come up with a new rhyme if anyone has any ideas let us know yeah get in get in the comments and tell us the, the posting better. is boasting. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Do this all day, but drive people crazy. All right. Um, are you ready to go? Are you and all shared up? One second. Um, good. Sometimes when you think for a second, it reminds me of still a tea. Yeah. I always forget it was just cold. Okay. Shared. Okay, great. So. Boom. Omer says two legends. Like, get that up on there. Check that guy out. Thank you, Omer, for jumping in so early. Do you know Omer? Yeah, great time. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Another conference so I'm ready. Up. You're ready. We already have David up in here. Thank you for the like, David. What's up, D? All okay. right. So, so why don't so you start by just explaining relevant score on Google since I gave a little well first it's, it's something called something else it's called okay. a quality score quality score um, but relevant score is really it's, a, it's probably just probably maybe even a better word to use mm -hmm. in a sense so because it's mostly a uh, Google text ads um, is it 
it's text, so Google can read it, right? Mm -hmm. And if you do SEO, you also know that you know Google can't read what you're saying in your video, like right now. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it can't. It's not. It's working on learning how to let's say okay. to rank it. Even with it, also can't. Right. captioning. Right, which YouTube is doing now, by the way, in ranking. But that's another mm -hmm. subject. And the same thing you can't do with your banners. It's like your image ads you see, you know, when you browse the internet. But when you do have text ads, um, there's, you know, Google knows exactly what the keywords that are there because it's all text. Mm -hmm. So there, there are four correlations that are involved in increasing your quality score. And a quality score is a score one to ten. Um, there's your keywords, so what you actually keywords you want to bid on, and then how much correlation what you're bidding on and what the search term is. So the search term is what people write in Google, right? We let's say you know you're looking for something, pizza place near me, right? Mm -hmm. Then there, so how well those are correlated, text in your ad, and then how well the text in your ad, the keyword, the search term is correlated to the actual text on your landing page. Those four things is what makes up the correlation between them is the quality score. Mm -hmm. And so just review them this again. is something I'll offer about two seconds. So just. Again, keywords, the, text the keyword, there. which you enter, right? You want it to match it with what people are searching for, the search term. You want the correlation between that, so the keyword and the search term, with, with the texting that you put in the ads that you write, and with the text that's on your landing page, on your website. Mm -hmm. um, so if those are correlated, that helps your quality score. Is there four now, on like Facebook, uh, well, keyword and search term, the two different oh, okay. things, but okay. oh, they're okay, kind it. of the keyword you put in like one grouping, but four things. Okay. Right. Now, Facebook, you need to you need to make sure that the correlation you work backwards, right? First, you build ads, and then you want to optimize, and you want to work back on bringing the CPC uh, or CPM, right? The cost mm -hmm. per click or the cost per thousand impressions down. Yeah. On, um, on Google, you regularly why why it's so important in a moment, um, but in the beginning, Sorry, when you make your ads. You, make, you got cut off again. So the re okay, so it's, it's really important. Are people getting the same thing as me that y'all is getting cut off, or is y'all actually getting cut off? I'm not sure. I keep on you get lag, you get a few lags every few seconds. So I just want to confirm that it's actually happening, and it's not just my, my imagination. And then you don't need to repeat it for me. All right. Okay. But anyway, so, uh, try that again. All right. So I'll recap it in a bit. So so what we want to write to go back. A few seconds before that, right? We want the correlation between the keywords, the ads, and the text on the page. Mm -hmm. And what we want to do is we want to have from the very beginning when you create your ads and your campaigns and your ad groups and your keywords, you want to have in mind to keep the correlation. So it's really important is to segment your campaign into ad groups. Mm -hmm. Ad groups, which many people do wrong, including many people call self professionals, they group their ad groups based on keywords, not ads. That's why Google calls them ad groups, the grouping of ads. You put okay. all the keywords that you want to see that ad in one group. So mm -hmm. if you're thinking, so let's say if you have, um, you know, let's say a digital marketing company and you're promoting, um, let's say Facebook ads, for example. So someone's looking for a Facebook ads expert. Mm -hmm. You want to bid on that keyword specifically and have the text Facebook ad expert in your ad. And then you're going to want Facebook ad expert on your landing page. If you also, let's say, do just one does Instagram ads, for example, you know what you should be doing is um, you should take out keywords for Instagram ads, make a new ad group, keywords for Instagram ads, make uh, the ads that say Instagram ads, and you mm -hmm. should have landing pages that say that goes into Instagram ads. And then Aren't there a to, to set up some sort of like automatic thing within Google AdWords that kind of like writes the headline of the ad based on the actual yes. search term? So does that lower the... 
Yes, it's called dynamic keyword insertion. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what it does is there's something. Um, so if so, in the headline, you we get to write thirty characters, thirty-five characters mm -hmm. in each headline. There are two headlines, and there's an eighty-character description. So what you can do is, you, whatever someone searches in Google, you can have that come up as the headline in the ad, mm -hmm. which is astonishing. So if someone, uh, so you automatically have that correlation. Not just do you have that, you end up getting higher click-through ratios because people see exactly what I wrote is the headline is exactly what I'm looking right. for. Right. And then so therefore you can also bid less per click because you're going to get more clicks to your website mm -hmm. as a percentage of how many searches. And you end up being able to make, let's say, more sales or get more leads on less clicks with less bids. So it's really, uh, there's a lot of profit involved. Right. But I want to go back for a second thing about quality score that people don't understand is that it's fantastic that Google does. Google does as a customer service um, they do it for their own for their own branding. They don't want if if your ads let's say is bait click or if there isn't strong correlation, they don't want to show your ads. So they mm -hmm. penalize you in a sense. So if you have a quality score under five and being penalized, you actually have to pay significantly more money for your ads to show up. On the other hand, if you have a high correlation, you can literally bid, bid pennies and your ad will show up above people spending dollars per click. Right. Mm -hmm. which, is, which is what's great, why you should always bid on your own company because it's much cheaper. So for example, you just think about it from like a customer perspective, right? You want something, you're searching something on Google, you want to find something that's relevant, you want to take a landing page relevant, you want to have a good experience on Google. That's mm -hmm. what Google wants. Mm -hmm. So therefore, if you're going to give people a good experience by bidding what people are looking for means you're actually interested in it, showing ads what they're looking for and taking to the landing page what they're looking for, what they're going to do is Google's going to give you a huge boost and how do you pay just pennies in order to get a click? Uh, right. Would be dollars. Otherwise, they'll penalize you if they don't see the strong. Want to serve the searcher, which is the bread and butter. Mm -hmm. So, so now, if you've already created ads, and you are seeing whatever results, good, bad, anywhere in between. So, what are some tips that you use for yourself to get to dramatically decrease? Use the word epically when we were coming up with a name, but I still don't, I'm not sure if that's actually a word. So dramatically, which is why we should use it. <laughs> dramatically decrease the cost per impression and, and uh, click. Right. So the first thing, so I use some tools, um, some software and SaaS that I pay money for that helps me review these and find these leads. Mm -hmm. Um, but if not, I mean, you can go and do it yourself. It'll just take longer if you're just managing your company. You don't need, you know, you can take the time to do it yourself. So the best way actually to go is quality score is only set at the keyword level. So I would go to a campaign by campaign or out of your ad group and you can organize, make sure that you add to the columns quality score and Oregon, you can sort them, you know, lowest to highest and see which ones are lowest and highest. Take a note of the keywords that are lowest in each ad group, go straight into the ads, see if your those keywords are showing up in the ads. If you're very happy with your ads and those, it, it, those keywords aren't showing up in the ads, then take those keywords, make a new ad group with those keywords and make special ads that reflect those keywords. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so there we find it for people who don't spend a lot of time in Google ads. So for example, just on Facebook, the, like the hierarchy of ads is campaign ad set ad. So when designing uh, a Google ad, what is like, what's the hierarchy you first, you choose what, like go through the steps of, so that it's actually know, reverse. What's that? Right. It first, first you take a look at the keywords because this is what you want to bid on, right? You want mm -hmm. your ad to show under mm -hmm. these circumstances. When you're actually then designing you go and make, the ads of Google. 
through Google. Right. Okay. Right. Well, I read everything on paper when I, when I create a campaign from scratch to make okay. sure everything follows through. If not, it's easy for me to mess things up. Mm -hmm. um, things fall through the cracks. So start you with your key. Start with the like Nick, Brandon. Ooh. And if you, anyone has any questions, Matt, yeah, you should ask out. Um, so you first start with what keywords you want to bid on, right? That's the most important mm -hmm. thing. Right. Then take those ads, make a grouping of ads based on those keywords. Mm -hmm. So what people are searching for and have that in the ads. Right. Mm -hmm. And then what you're going to do is go to uh, the land page also reflects those keywords. Mm -hmm. Feel free to make changes. So I'll give you an example. I worked with um, I, uh, there's a startup, legal startup, right? Let's say in Australia. And so each and every city. So we would target just to Melbourne, just Sydney. And we would mm -hmm. put that in just the keywords. So people are searching for, you know, lawyers, Sydney, whatever, and any kind of special kind of lawyer. And then we'd put those in the ad, the location, and then we'd make a special landing page with each city name. So our quality score would be eight, nine, ten across the board, and we're mm -hmm. paying nothing per click, and we're getting, you know, we're getting leads in right. very right. inexpensively. Mm -hmm. So you want to so keep segmenting your ad groups in your ad. ads. You're picking the keywords. You're creating the the ads based on the keywords you choose, and then correct. You're, creating landing pages that reflect those same keywords so that you're keeping the relevant score high and quality score correct quality score sorry quality score high which would which should decrease cost per impression and click or rather you only pay people. you only pay right. per click Google. right it's only cbc right. which it was great only pay people click that's where the more information you give better that's, mm -hmm. another, that's another topic for another time mm -hmm. yeah so it, it, it it's extremely powerful and like you mentioned, there are other tools like dynamic keyword insertion mm -hmm. where you can you just do what people people's search. Dynamic. Right. Keyword insertion. Some people call it DKI for short, which is different from a dynamic ad campaign, which is something else altogether, but also very relevant. But it's a... This is... Oh, boy. Okay. It's not for one. I, no, I did not. Okay. But now there's one thing. Now, remember, if you search, if what the person searched... So when you put a dynamic keyword insertion, you put the headline that you want, right? The, mm -hmm. You put the headline that you want in. And then what happens is um, if people will, their headline will come in based on what their search is. Mm -hmm. However, if their search is more than the characters that are allowed, it will go to the headline that you chose. I see. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Google's not going to let, you know, someone searches, you know, 60 characters. They're not going to let that happen. You know what I mean? So it will go to your default when you choose. In the case with, let's say, long, long tail keywords, wouldn't most Correct. of those be, I mean, 60 right. characters is not that, it's not like a or crazy More than 30. Word. Right. Right. Okay. Right. So they would, they would, the dynamic keyword insertion will not, mm -hmm. will not be triggered. Wait, this is a tool that's within Google. Yeah, this is a Google AdWords. Oh, okay. So, so what I, tool you, do you use for the keyword planning? Um, I use SEM Rush and I use Google okay. AdWords, mostly SEM Rush. But also an, another thing is, if you have some budget, it all depends. I mean, on on your business, if you're really strong with negative keywords, you add a lot of broad match modifier, and you really go in there like day one, day two, look at the search terms, and that's actually the best way to pick up keywords because you actually see what people are actually writing in Google, and you can just easily add them in those keywords. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. That's much better than research because. You're thinking, oh, this is what people are searching, and it's you know the different matches, phrases that you don't really have get the psychology of the searcher unless you kind of you cast a wide net 
you see, you know what I mean? You see what fish come in and then you put up walls to not let in the fish you don't want. Right. And right. so that, you know, right. so you, you, you would just spend money in the beginning to learn all this. It's much better long-term than all the keyword research and the hours that people put in. Nothing's better than actual real right. raw data. Mm -hmm. And do you use um, Google keyword planner? Or you just use C CMR? I do and I don't. It CMR. depends on the industry. If I'm totally not familiar with the industry. So I have a client that sells um, different kind of bonds and financial assets in the United Kingdom. I'm not familiar with their terminology and how people search there. So I would use it. However, if they were uh, financial instruments in the United States or right in North America, I wouldn't have, mm -hmm. I would not be using it. That's me and my preference. Mm -hmm. I think that using your brain is uh is much better for keyword planning who does that these days right who does that these days right right these days. you can't outsource google adwords it's too high skilled it's not like seo mm -hmm. so, so jabs so out the there facebook side just so that we can really see how different Facebook is from google um it's actually funny because people say oh I, i've done google ads so you know facebook ads anyone can do facebook ads no big deal um and it's like totally a different uh mindset so in your situation you're targeting based on the keyword you're not targeting i mean there is there is a way to target based on interests and stuff like that on google but it kind of like doesn't really show up on google search it'll show up on dynamic ads on certain uh, websites you, right uh well there, there are two ways right if you have not gonna have any, any display ads display ads display you can target ads. based on on people's interests and you know this by your browsing history things that you log in with your email and you know mm -hmm. google facebook know everything about you uh, you can there's two targeting it was rolled out on november 1st of last year a few months ago you can target in search based on age and gender that's okay. it um, in mm -hmm. search when it but comes to display um quality score th that's irrelevant because not what people search right it's only the intention however um, I have a large tea company that we advertise with, um, and we've taken out um, special ads to target for women, and we've removed men as those targeting, and we speak to the woman directly. Mm -hmm. And then we have some uh, men team. We just do we target men, but that's like ten percent of it. Right. But so you can. But in display, you can do people that are actively looking. So if you're looking for new sneakers, right? Right now, I'm looking for new running shoes. Google knows that I'm just called in market. That means I'm in the market to look to buy new shoes. Running no shoes. No now because you said so, it. That's it. You're right. Describe yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, right? And so now, so now everyone will know that right. I'm looking for running shoes. You mm -hmm. can actually target it. And here's actually a great thing for anyone else that does any kind of advertising. If you're in an agency or an ad agency, um, like uh, like Avery or myself, you there's actually an in market called um, uh, SEO and SEM. Search engine optimization, search engine marketing. If someone's actually looking for SEO or SEM services, you can actually target ads based on that. Wow. You can actually target people yeah, that are interested and looking into it. Oh, yeah? He's awake. He's in he Guam. I didn't he's know that. But if he's not running those ads, I don't know. <laughs> he's got his VA on it. Don't worry. There you go. So tell us more about okay. So it's not, okay. okay. So Facebook, Facebook, ads. Facebook is literally the total opposite of all of this. The exact opposite. Um, you could literally be running ads to a, a group of people, have the most amazing ads, but the people could not care less. I'm just going to drop my name so that people could actually see um, me. You, you want your name still there, or you want? Yeah, sure. I did. I don't think it was there at all. It was there. It's been there the whole time. Oh, it is? Okay, cool. It shows up on the, on the top right over there. I don't know how you see it. But I just want people to actually see me. So I'm going to get rid of my name. Everyone knows my name. I'm here every day. Um, so so 
Facebook, you could have the most amazing ads ever. And in theory, if you were talking to the right people, you would sell millions of dollars for pennies in theory, right? But since you're targeting the wrong people, Facebook will just be like, sorry, I'm not sure what to tell you. You just target the wrong people. So your ads aren't going to get anywhere. Or you could be targeting the exact right people that would definitely want your service, but your ads suck. So you're targeting these, these, the, the best group ever, but since your ads are bad, there's nothing to do about it. Facebook can't show you them right. other ads. So Facebook wants to fix this, right? So what they've actually allowed you to do is underneath the interest targeting, there's a little checkbox that says expand targeting. So what Facebook does there is they say, you have no idea as an advertiser what the heck you're doing. Most people don't understand what interest targeting actually means. So because of that fact, it means that you are choosing interests that are wrong. They are not the right people to be targeting. And because you're targeting the wrong people, you're actually going to get worse results. So let us, Facebook, do it for you. You click this Wait, little box. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Now, if, if I need a brand new account, right? I have a yes. brand new business, right? I sell water bottles, right? They don't know yet. I actually have to run the ads for Facebook to learn with on-site conversion tracking um, or, or I guess lead generation. I actually have conversion tracking, and then it takes time for Facebook to know what interests are more, most relevant or targeting. Is that correct? Yes and no. Because ba you, when you create a Facebook ad, which is a totally different system than first picking keywords, then, um, then what the ad looks like, then the landing page. Here, first you pick the goal of the ad. Facebook asks, asks you, oh, you want video views? Great. You want impressions? You want engagement? Okay. You want website clicks? So based on that based on first goal. decision and what you optimize in the ad set. So after you've chosen your goal and you've you know chosen who you want to target. So underneath all of that, right before you change the ad itself, in ad set, it says optimize for. And then based on what you have chosen as the goal, so it'll give you a few options. So for example, for conversion, it'll say, do you want daily reach? Do you want impressions? Or do you want conversions? When you run a, a click campaign, it gives you clicks, daily reach, or impressions. When it's video views, it'll tell you you want clicks, video views, or impressions. And I think they also give you daily reach. So based, you you will choose the campaign optimization. Now from there, Facebook can say, oh, you want clicks? Well, out of the million people you've chosen to reach on Facebook, there's a group of 20,000 of them that love clicking on ads. They just click on ads. And they actually, you could actually see this. Um, if you go into audience insights within Facebook ad manager and you choose your audience, you can go into activity and it will actually tell you how many ads that group of people click per month. So the average is like uh -huh. uh, 18 or something, 18 ads per month that are clicked on. So I've seen the ads that I'm running right now to audiences that fit within my, um, my clients that are 54 clicks on ads per month, right? Which means that these are people that love just clicking on ads. But like, congratulations, you've got a bunch of people to click on your ad, but if they're not converting, who cares how many people they're clicking? Right. So if you're creating ads that optimize for click, even if you have zero likes on your Facebook page, you have no engagement on this ad, you have no one that has ever bought your product, Facebook will say, oh, you're looking for clicks, but we know people that love clicking. We know people that love watching videos. So they're already optimizing to reach those people first based on the fact that they normally click on ads. They normally watch videos. They normally engage with posts. Right. Would you say the same thing? So if you want to like to do a page like campaign, get people to like your account, would Facebook mm -hmm. just serve it to the people that like a lot of pages in short? Yes. Right. Okay. Right. Got it. Okay, cool. So would be, um, wait, wait, when was so the next the line of that? What's the next line of that theory? They love liking pages. What type of people right. love liking pages? People who never buy anything.
Right. Oh, that's interesting. So someone so. who – so running like campaigns is, to me, literally, without exaggerating, the worst investment in your business. Well, wait, why – I'm totally off topic, but – well, some Facebook ads, but uh, why – how because you're getting people that are never going to be buyers of your product. They're people who right, are right, 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 right. So right, Mari right. Smith actually right, spoke they go wide, not deep. I get right. it. I got it. So so there so Mari Smith actually talked to Facebook about when one should run um Facebook Facebook like campaigns, and Facebook said when you just started yesterday, like when you just started a Facebook page today, run it for one day and then never run it again. Got it. Right. Just to get you a, a base of. People right. So, it. so now, so now that you've chosen your optimization, you literally Flash. don't have to have any likes, any shares, any, anything on your, on your Facebook page. Facebook can already be optimizing your ads based on the people you're actually uh, reaching. Okay. So, you, know, so you, so wait, you never have to send it. I'm going to get this straight, right? So people can understand that are watching, make sure they mm-hmm. Right. I'm setting up Facebook ads for the first time for my business. Yes. Right. Nothing's live. I said it a lot. I'm all done. All my campaigns are paused. I can already know and go and start to optimize based on the relevance, interesting targets without it ever going live because Facebook actually no, knows. No, no. You, you have to spend money. You spend. You have to spend, yeah. let's say, twenty dollars in that ad set. Okay, okay got it. I understand. So run it for a day. Right, just right. like the search yeah. terms move. I, well, I say two days. You need twenty. I, I say forty-eight. Me and Rick Rick Mulready. He says three days. I say two days. Someone else says thirty-six hours. Um, depends. We just go, we'll go with the lowest bidder. It's a race to the bottom. Yes, yeah. yeah. 36 seconds. You have to go at least 36 hours. <laughs> pause and right. be able to hit pause, right? <laughs> uh, you need at least 36 <laughs> hours of, of runtime for optimization. So, so now, because Facebook is like this, right? So that means that Facebook, in theory, is finding people that are better than the people you are targeting for the thing you're asking for. But that doesn't always mean that it's the thing you actually want because video views are great, but they don't really do anything for you. Like, oh, you have 15 million um, video views. Great example. Um, I assume you saw the viral video yesterday from SodaStream. Paris Hilton. No, I have Okay. Well, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton? Paris Hilton was on, <laughs> Talk about a race to the bottom. <laughs> was, was, is now the SodaStream uh, whoever, you know, and she made a video called the Nano Drop. And it didn't mention SodaStream anywhere in the video. Um, they actually made a new Facebook page called NanoDrop. They released the page, I think, three days ago. They made the video. And it's basically this whole thing that instead of having to carry around all these big bottles of water, you just carry around this one drop of water. And it's infused with 5,000 more times, like 5,000 times more um, quench, like thirst quenching than a single uh, cup of water. Right? right. So you drink one sip and it's equal to an entire cup of water, like an entire bottle of, of water. Right. And that video got 17 million views yesterday. So I mean, assume at this point, it's got to be somewhere near 30 million views. Right. And then at the end, it says, if you want to buy a nanodrop, go to nanodrop.org. And you go there and there's another video. And that second video is a YouTube video. And that video says, well, I found out that this whole thing was a big fat lie. But if you want to save the environment and you want to have, you know, whatever, buy a soda. <laughs> right. So so they I'm 100 percent confident. Soda stream ran this ad video view ad, not a not a website click ad, a video view ad. So they got the cheapest per, um, cost per three second view, which doesn't really mean anything. It boosts that 
number of, of video views at Paris uh-huh. Hilton in the first few seconds. So maybe it got, you know, 15, 20 seconds of view time in a three minute video, something like that. It boosts their numbers like crazy. And then it then forces you to come to, to visit this website. And that second video only has 170,000 views out of the 16 million people. We're talking about 1% of the people that watched that, that just saw the three seconds of the video, even came to the site to watch the second video. So it's, that means that 99% of the people that saw that video had zero idea it came from SodaStream. Right. So it's like, congratulations, SodaStream. A bunch of people saw a video about a product that cannot actually be bought and they had no idea it was from you because they optimized for video views instead of optimizing for website clicks, which would have dropped the number of views on the video. They would have, you know, instead of 17 million, they would have gotten, you know, maybe five, six million, but they would have driven millions of million. Can they remarket that second video though? Let's say put it up on Well, Facebook. that's a YouTube video. They could target no, anyone. No, I'm just saying, can they use that, whatever. Yes. Download yes. a Facebook video, we upload it, remarket it, done that. the first video. Or maybe that's what they're doing next week. Maybe. No, but that video is a YouTube video, so they can't turn around and do it next week. If that video would have been a Facebook video, they could have put it, posted it on their page, hidden it on right. their, t- their timeline, because they had zero likes the day before, so they could have posted it. And then they just embed that Facebook video on their website. And then anyone who watches, you know, 10 seconds of that second video, they can retarget to sell them a soda stream. Right. Okay. So back to the topic. Okay. So because of this, Facebook is optimizing for the thing you asked for, even if that's not really the thing you want, which most of the time I'll have conversations with clients. Yeah, I want impressions. Okay. We got a million impressions. Didn't do anything. Well, this is a total failure of an ad, you know, because they didn't actually want right. impressions. They actually wanted people to buy their product. That's what they actually want. Um, so you'll you'll tell Facebook, I want to optimize for X. They will optimize for that thing and nothing else. Right, right. So right. Facebook is giving you the, the cheapest cost per impression in front of the people that are most likely going to engage or interact with the ad according to what you've chosen. So- Well, it's, it's pretty misleading from Facebook in a way, right? Everyone thinks they're- Go on. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because what I mean, right? Like, you think, like, oh yeah, I'm going to want to get page likes, and they're going to. You're really not serving it to people that, let's say, it's just. You know like, why? It's just. You know why? Because I, I understand, Facebook I understand wants why. you to think that you're doing right, really I well. I understand. Yep. I understand. Yep. It's, it's yes. 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 I know. I know that. So I know <laughs> <laughs> it was actually like them. In any event, so, um, so now because of this, Facebook is serving you, you to the cheapest people to get your thing, but they're not giving you the thing you really want, which is the leads, the conversions, the, the purchases, the registrations, right. the thing you really want th- them to give you. So what you have to do is run ads for, you know what I said, two days, three days, however many, so just to get it started, $20 a day for that right. 36 to 72 hour period. And then and they get the data that, you're seeing the results you want, which would be conversions, registrations, leads, so on and so forth. And then based on the fact that you're actually seeing those things, now you could turn around and say, okay, now I want cheaper impressions to these same people because I'm actually seeing results from these people. And they're actually, you know, getting purchases. So and on what level, what level do you see the relevance? Relevance uh-huh. is on the ad level, which is the lowest level. Okay. Which well, yeah, means, no, no, product score shown on the keyword level for right, but that's very important because Google. it means that when Google tells you a quality score, there is you know what to do now, right? There's right. a clear 
thing to do. Oh, change my keywords, change my, you know, whatever. When you get a, a bad relevance score on Facebook, there's nothing to do because you have no idea what the reason is. Is it because I'm optimizing the ad wrong? Is it because I'm targeting the wrong people? Is it because my landing page is bad? Is it because my my ad itself is bad? Is it the text? Is it the image? Is it the header? Is it the forms? You have right. no idea what's wrong because the quality score is at the very end. It's the last thing, so, they, like the relevant, right. So let's see if I can recap for and people that don't know you as well as I, so they might not follow your train of thought. These six right. people live are probably all your people, not mine. <laughs> okay, yours left. Uh, so perfect. Okay, so after you make your accounts and you do the right targeting, you take your time, set mm -hmm. it all up, let it run for a few days. Then what you do is go in your ad level, go in, let's say, ad group by or, or ad set by ad set, and mm -hmm. take a look at the ads and see what the relevance scores are. Under the relevance score in that column, Google, uh, Facebook will actually recommend to you what is very relevant. Facebook no? gives you what all it does is it says well take what targeting is relevant after your ad has gotten over five hundred impressions they will just write an irrelevance score between one and ten with no other information oh okay they, they, they don't say what targeting is more relevant than the other they just tell you how relevant this ad is per target for its targeting is that correct do they take it a step further like Google do they do this is how relevant this ad is to its targeting to its landing page no just they added to its targeting just give you a number. So, right. So if you think your targeting is very strong, then you should change your ad. If you think your ad spot on, then you should change your targeting. That, that's so it. I do okay. I, yeah, correct. But what I do is I leave nothing to change, nothing at all to chance. The way I do that is I create every possible ad set, which is where you target the people that you can at the same time. I'm in this in the single ad campaign where I say, okay, I want, you know, website conversions. I want people to buy my product. Um, so I'm going to say, okay, who am I going to target in ad set one website visitors as a two Facebook likes as a three friends of likes ad set four video viewers, right? Each of them are getting their own. And then in addition to them, I'll run some interest targeting in their own, in each in their own separate ad set. So now I've targeted every possible targeting I could do. Then in right. each ad set, I have a bunch of versions of ad 40 between either 24, or 48, depending on how many versions of text that intimidating I use. people well that's this is the thing i teach i i've taught this i know i know i know i know you do months and months of articles i'm actually planning to write an article now um, for social media examiner on this to topic um how to test this I, i'm trying i'm planning to call it testing with no was it it's a really great name i guess um, we'll we'll just have to go and find out yeah we'll have to, well, um, we're, we're working on it lisa lisa's we're, working on it we're getting to it okay so um, so basically the idea is to take the single ad that you have. So, um, on a normal Facebook post, your people here are on Facebook right now. You'll see that above this video that you're watching is text. So that text over here is called the text post. And on a normal link ad, there's two lines of text beneath the, the image or video, which is the headline, that big giant black text. And then the gray words underneath is the description. So what I do is just like you want to have high quality high keyword relevance. I also want you to have those keywords, whatever that may be, whether that's um, the Facebook page or uh, Facebook ads, you know, if that's the thing that you're targeting people for, you want to have that keyword somewhere in the post. The word, the keyword that you want has to be somewhere right. in the ad, right? But you don't know where the best place is. is. Should it be in the text post? Should it be in the headline or the description? So I just create uh, three versions of ad. 
version one has it in the text post. Two Wait, there isn't a general one. rule? You always have to test this? Well, it's no, it's it's a general rule for every individual user. Oh, okay. Because John Smith reads every article about Donald Trump if it's in the headline. But Mary Smith reads every watches every video about Donald Trump if it's in the text post. So Facebook will serve add one to John Smith and add two to, to Mary Smith. No relation, by the way. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, I don't want to leave any ch any chance. Like, oh, maybe I didn't think of a version of the ad that would be better. I simply just create every version right. of the ad. And I let them all run right, simultaneously, right. all of them in these in each little ad set. So essentially what I'm doing is I'm saying, forget relevance score. I'm literally running every option of the ad to every individual right. audience. And then if you turn around after three days, you can now say, oh, website videos, those are a waste of time. But video viewers, those are great. Oh, Facebook likes, horrible. Friends of likes, fantastic. You know, and you could literally just drop all the ones that aren't working after two right. or three days. Obviously, depending on how long your conversion funnel Let's is. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back to CPM. Calls per right. so uh, now, what you're doing is because you're creating every version of the ad for every ad set, Facebook will say, we're going to run ads 7, 15, and 33. Those are the most relevant to your audience. And you didn't even know. You would never have even thought to make right, right. ad number 33. So because I just have this system that it just creates you know, I do it manually, but I just automatically am creating all these versions of the ad. Facebook will pick, hand pick the best ones, and then shoot those ones out to the to the best audiences for the lowest price. So I've yeah. literally, without exaggerating, I'm running ads right now for a client. Um, not getting into the details of what they do, but they created an ad. All I did was take the existing text on the ad and create the 12, the six versions by switching all the text around. Did five, four images, five or five, four or five images. And I literally cut the price of conversion, click and impression in half, simply right. by making more versions of the exact same ad they had. Right. So this, and this is without doing any testing. Is that the best way to, what do you think is a better way uh, to, kind of go a little off topic, but we're obviously trying mm -hmm. to bring down prices right. here. Is it, if you had to choose one, is it better to A-B test either text in the top or the bottom or A-B test pictures? Why do you have to choose? It's the same price. Meaning you just- Right, no, I understand you duplicate twice. I'm just saying, where where do you see a greater variance? Um. Both. It depends. I totally is depend. Like right. I'll tell you, I'll run the same ad. I'll run the same ad in the same. And this is why I totally hate relevance score because I'll say I run the same ad. Remember, we're running thirty of the exact same ad. The only difference is where the text is located, and I'll see a right. relevance score of four and a relevance score of eight. Literally exactly the same. And then I'll run the same ad with the only difference being the picture, but the text is in the same place. Relevance score of four. Relevance score of nine. You know, five. It's so nine. weird, though. So it, it seems like there means nothing. So the, the relevance score, score is the correlation between how much you paid. Wow. So the relevance score will basically help you figure out how you should be optimizing and pay much less per person seeing your ad and clicking mm -hmm. on it and you making the sale conversion, making money. Mm -hmm. But however, it doesn't have a strong correlation between the actual relevance of what you're adding to the person you're targeting. Correct. So the relevance score is more of an an awesome way to optimize your ads and make money based on optimization. But yeah. on Google, the quality score actually is, is a lot more, right. is, is extremely highly correlated. Useful. Because, because we're, 
Right, right, right. Useful, it makes sense, right? I mean, right. But also mm -hmm. keep in mind, we're Google targeting intent, what people are searching for. Right. I'm not targeting people's uh, interests and demographics and where in the ad they read and what other. I think John Loomer had it best. He said he went, you could actually go on Facebook to your ad preferences. And you could see oh, what, yeah. what interests that you are being targeted. And he said one of the things that he was targeted with was the word grass. So if you wanted to read John Luna, <laughs> the biggest, you know, one of the most well-known Facebook advertisers in the world, you would advertise to him with the interest of the word grass. Grass, you might read some. Is it because he smokes it or because he mows it? Oh, no, it's because he's a baseball coach and he probably spends a lot of time. See, see how see how relevant it is, right? <laughs> my brother's a chef, so I, when I look at my ad preferences, I'm interested in chefs. I have no interest in chefs or the cooking channels or any of that. You know, because I like his page and I share, you know, right. And, and I think it's all right. right. Well, so anyone who's here live right now, I see there's, there are eight people live. I would love anyone that has any questions before we end this. It was a really great chat. You all got to do the topic of how to lower the CPM on Google. I got through CPC. the CPC and well, yeah, because you're missing out from the beginning. CPM. You can go back. If anyone has any questions about how to lower CPC and your quality score for correlation between keywords, ads and landing pages. Um, you can also reach out to me here on Facebook. Um, Wadi Digital. And, I didn't tag Wadi, Wadi Digital. So tag it. It's never too late. Never and uh, yeah, and anyone has any average questions in general, uh, let me know. And we should do this again. Or we should uh, yeah. do, do unlimited topics, which is what's really what's really cool about our. Trust about me, I'm, we I'm well aware of the unlimited topics. We're at number. Yes, uh, well, I think Facebook all of your followers. Two hundred something. Um, there you go. Here is. Uh, Anyone who wants to follow Yoel's Facebook page, and he's going to start doing more Facebook lives now that he's on here, right? I, I'm going to start actually posting maybe on my Facebook. <laughs> I've been because you're a social media person. I'm I'm a I have a finance background. I'm a number. I'm a big data guy, and that's why I do a lot of A/B testing. I love the numbers, and so I'm always data, and I don't log into social media or even my email or or even the news for the first few hours on the way because then I don't have any distractions. I can get right to the raw data and improving accounts. So I don't see any questions coming in. Is there anything that you'd like to end this chat off with? Uh, just remember Google reads your text. Um, oh, any text you have and you add some keywords and, and your other text, read everything too, so it's Facebook. And mm -hmm. just make sure to keep the correlate. Just in general, think about how good are you serving uh, Google and their product, right? They want people to enjoy using google.com. So they want what people are searching for. They get ads that are related to them. They get to a landing page that they like. So therefore, people are more likely to click ads in the future. So basically, if you can tailor it to that, to give them a positive experience to the searcher, ads in the search for, and to give them a special landing page for that, um, that is the best way to radically, I mean, literally, fractions, bring down your calls per click and get further up on, uh, on Google listing. Okay. Thank you so much for being here, Yoel. I hope that everyone enjoyed. I saw a lot of people coming in and out through this video, so hopefully people got some nice tidbits throughout this live. There were lots of stuff in here. Um, I think we're going to end this now. Um, Yoel, thank you much for, for being on here. Hopefully we'll get you on again soon. There's plenty Thanks. more topics where we could debate Facebook and Google ad runs, ad spends. And as always, people who follow Rathack Media, <laughs> my wife just screamed something from the back room. As always, I will see you in the next. In the next video. And we're going to.